When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you. Hey, short episode here. Uh, just an update on the commitment transfer offensive lineman commitment. Lindell Hudson from FIU recently committed to USF and now visited Gainesville over the last couple of days and now has committed to the University of Florida. This one uh, kind of trending this way throughout the week. Uh, a, con- a mutual contact uh, through through the both of us let us know he was going to visit this week. Uh, that came out late, uh, reported on uh, Friday, I believe, and it was just really going to be a matter of time before uh, he committed to the Gators as long as everything go went according to plan. So, Lindell Hudson, one more offensive lineman for the Gators. We'll get into it, what, fourth from the transfer portal here uh, as far as an offensive lineman goes. Uh, so, we know some exodus there in the transfer portal. Lost four of the last cycle. Ethan White, Michael Tarquin, Richard Garage, Osiris Torrance, and now Florida filling that back in uh, with four transfers from the transfer portal. Uh, so, man, a lot of transfers in. Well, I'll get into that, too, before we sign off here. Just uh, a new world of college football here. And, of course, uh, Gators stocking up here in the transfer portal. So, look, Mother's Day weekend. I know I'm, I'm going to get back to it, let you guys get back to it as well. Uh, trying to cut this on Saturday, not long after Hudson commits. Uh, went, went, went ahead and uh, did some pre-work uh, for this one to be, to be able to come on this. But, look, not going um, to go too, too far uh, with this one here. Not a lot to get into, uh, but we'll do it right here. Like we always do when a commitment comes to Gators way right here on Gators Breakdown. So everybody hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Really helps us out on the YouTube version. Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Uh, go check out the recent uh, episodes of Gators Breakdown right here on YouTube. Uh, gave you guys some previews of this, the, the member chat we had this past week. Uh, doing really well there. Some new members coming along the way. Uh, I'll be doing more of those. You guys can hop in. Let's have some conversations on the Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. You can join Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description. So, all right, let's get to it. Lindell Hudson Jr. or the second. I've seen it both ways here, but uh, Lindell Hudson Jr. committing to the Gators. Offensive lineman 6'7", 320 I've seen reported. I've also seen the 6'6", 300 uh, there. So maybe we can get some clarification there, but nice size either way, whether it's the 6'7", 320 or whether it's the 6'6", 300. Gators getting a guy who can play the tackle spot here. Played both, mostly right tackle, uh, and we know he could probably battle in, in that position right here for the Gators where 
uh, you know, Keontae Goodwin, Damian George right there on the, the, the other transfers for, for the Gators on the right side come in and be a contributor there, but has played both um, right tackle mostly uh, there at FIU, three-year starter, uh, and committed to USF not long ago on May 3rd. As I said, he hit the transfer portal. Uh, USF was the destination as of May 3rd. Didn't uh, go all the way with that. Nothing was complete. And then, here we go, ends up visiting Florida, committing to Florida. Uh, graded as FIU's top offensive lineman per, fo- per, per pro football focus. That was a tongue twister for me today. Uh, back in 2022, last season. So, had a back injury uh, last year, so he fought through that, was able to play through that to, for, for some of the season, but it did affect him. He didn't start as many games because he was just fighting that battle. Uh, but look, let you know the dedication is there. If he can play, he's going to play. Fighting through a back injury, appeared multiple games last season where he wasn't even expected to play due to the injury that he was fighting through. But now you you hope that doesn't bleed over. You hope that injury does not bleed over and uh, he, he's fully healthy, ready to go. I'm sure the staff did their due diligence on that back injury and making sure everything's A-OK there. Uh, but, of course, you know it, you want to come in here and compete right, or right that, that right side of this offensive line for the Gators. Uh, he was named to several preseason Conference USA watch lists entering last season, um, being projected as one of the better offensive linemen, offensive tackles, in Conference USA last year. So, as I said, battled through the back injury throughout camp, um, earned from pro football focus as a top right tackle for week five last year in Conference USA. Uh, so, you know, we know Florida needed the depth. We know Florida needed the help. Uh, one of the few more more highly regarded, I'm not going to sit here and say this was some not-can't-miss prospect here, uh, but Florida needed some help. And we, and we heard Billy Napier kept, kept saying it all throughout spring. They're going to keep – building there along the offensive line. Look, offensive line for where Florida is at right now, do not mind the transfer portal approach. I think, of course, we know tackle spot probably needs to be a bit better in recruiting, but the development's going to take some time. The interior guys that they got last cycle with Kearney and Harris, that's going to take some time. Florida needs to get some experienced offensive linemen and right now through the transfer portal, and this was one they went targeted and, and recently and, 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 and pulled him in. So, 1,600 career snaps at FIU. Seven starts last year, as I mentioned, as he was battling through that uh, and had one start at left tackle last year as well. One year of eligibility remaining, so this year coming up, 2023, it will be his only season uh, as a Gator. So PFF, you know, take or leave it, your pro football focus grades there, but a 60.8 grade last year. Uh, That's impressive there along offensive linemen and a 67.8 passing grade according to pro football focus so look what was it a couple weeks ago we were really feeling good about josh simmons you know the san diego state offensive lineman uh this might have been a pivot once that did not happen because as we said he was hitting the transfer portal through fiu and they committed to usf and that was going to be the plan here florida pivots with their plan after losing josh simmons identifies their next target here, of course, when Hudson goes and gets him, gets him on a visit, he commits. So um, th- it, once the visit happened, it was probably, probably going to happen. <laughs> so uh, visit pays off uh, and Florida gets another offensive lineman to throw in that competition. Now, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to sit here and say Hudson comes in and dominates and wins the job right away. But 
you can't you can't replace that experience that he's bringing in now, albeit at a lower level. And Billy Napier has they, they've done a good job with the the lower level, mostly the Louisiana kids, of course, with Osiris Torrance and Montreal Johnson. Uh, those guys had a little bit of a leg up. They knew what to expect from Billy Napier. They knew what to expect from this staff. It wasn't so hard of a transition. Uh, well, now this is a, a you know a lower level coming up that doesn't have the experience of Louisiana coming with Billy Napier. So a little bit different here, uh, but those, I mean, 1,600 career snaps, you can't replicate that. So Florida's going to bring him in. He'll compete there on that right side. I won't be surprised if he starts, uh, honestly, with a young Keontae Goodwin uh, there to transfer from Kentucky. And, of course, Damien George, uh, the transfer from Alabama, who I think will probably be more guard, uh, but we'll see uh, how that shakes out for Florida uh, in the fall camp. So, as I said, lose Josh Simmons to Ohio State, the San Diego State transfer, pivot, get another guy in here. Uh, and look, comes in with three other offensive linemen, as I said, that were already transfers. Mention Goodwin. Mention George. Micah Mazuka, of course, another offensive lineman the Gators brought in. So the fourth offensive lineman through the transfer portal that the Gators have brought in to compete here. And at least for Mazuka, you know, if everything comes back, right with the, the the surgery and everything's going a-okay there with the little mix-up there that there was uh, about a month or so ago you know he'll be starting there at that left guard spot and then you brought in three guys who are going to be competing on the right side of this offensive line uh probably for some starting roles as well right here for the gators but fourth offensive lineman and we'll go through it again the 12th overall transfer and this dates back to the 2023 class you know this is not the 24 class uh, but R.J. Moten, another one that just came in recently that did not go through spring. That's another thing through through Hudson here uh, that he'll be behind George, to be behind Goodwin because they were able to take part in spring practice. Not so much here with Hudson. So, of course, he's going to have to come in and get acclimated very quickly with the playbook, get acclimated very quickly of what this staff wants in their offensive linemen. Just like R.J. Moten, the safety from Michigan, is going to have to come in here and be behind those other guys that didn't go through spring. Or he didn't go through spring. The other guys did. So Moten would be behind. Hudson would be behind. Now, these guys have played a lot of football. That's something, if you notice here, the guys that Florida's bringing in now, this second window to transfer a portal, a lot of experience, a lot of snaps behind their name, Moten and Hudson. So now it's just getting used to the playbook. They're not getting used to college football. Those guys are now just getting used to the Florida playbook and what this staff expects, different from their previous staff. So add it to it. You know, Moten was the 11th. Hudson was the 12th. But then Keontae Goodwin, Manning Nunnery, Cam Carroll, Damian George, Micah Mazuka, Deuce Spurlock, Taraja Mitchell, Cameron Jackson, Graham Mertz, Caleb Banks. That's your transfer class. That's your transfer class right now for the Gators. And, and before we sign off right here, everybody hit that like button one more time if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe, but hopefully we're doing another episode soon. Antonio Carter. Antonio Carter, defensive back from Rhode Island, thought to be one of the most sought-after prospects right now in the transfer portal. Recent visit to Notre Dame, recent visit to LSU, going to visit Florida. One we need to be on the lookout for who could come in and play that nickel spot for the Gators, compete on that defensive backfield for the Gators. Versatile defender, thinking more star from asking around and in, in what Florida could see him at the, be the best. 
would be that star corner role. So Antonio Carter, I don't want to go too far in depth right there, but one to keep an eye on the transfer from Rhode Island. Hopefully another, we got a commitment episode right here through the transfer portal for one Antonio Carter. I mean, uh, as I said, just visit Notre Dame, just visit LSU. Go look at the offer list. I mean, it's nuts right now. Everybody who's after this kid. <laughs> so um, big time, big time target in the transfer portal there, uh, Antonio Carter. So, I mean, he'd be a luxury, I think, on that defensive back end. I don't think you need him, but you don't, as I said, this is a six and seven team. This is a defense that's just been unrelenting, not bringing anything to the table hardly in the last few years. You need all the help that you can get. This is a defense that has been terrible. There are really no safe spots on that defense right now. There's a couple. But not many. So a Carter, a multi-year starter at Rhode Island, one of the most sought-after transfers. So there you go. I mean, you bring him in, let him compete there back on the defensive back that backfield if he chooses Florida. Six foot, six foot one, two hundred pound defensive back. So just visited Wisconsin, visited Ole Miss, as I said, right before Notre Dame, LSU as well. Offers, though, of Washington, Minnesota, Iowa, Kentucky, Minnesota, Baylor, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Virginia Tech. So, one to keep an eye on. Hopefully, we're doing another episode here coming up very soon. All right, so there we go. Quick, quick update through the transfer portal with a commit. Right here, Lindell Hudson along the offensive line. Fishing football, uh, you did not just say we were 6-17. and 17. Yep, <laughs> like you said, truth be true sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it is, uh, you can't look, and you can't have too many guys. I, I see Ali Perry in there, keep building the trenches. You know, absolutely, we got to build those trenches. I mean, Florida needs all the help they can get. Four on the way out, of course. Last from last year's team, replacing it with four more. But look, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and come in, come in and say that he's going to dominate. I mean, he didn't have Hudson didn't have many great offers coming out of FIU. I mean, look, we said committed to USF, maybe wanting to stay in the state of Florida. But I do think he can be a plus addition for this Gator team, whether it be proven depth, whether whether it be going there and making the other guys better. But I would not be completely surprised if he's starting versus Utah. It's hard to replace that many snaps. So that left side, if Mazuka is where we think he can be, Austin Barber left tackle, Mazuka left guard, Kingsley in the center, and still got to figure out that right side. And now you got another piece to help figure it out. All right, so there we go. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>